Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and um, I'm continuing with my Child's Play Marathon, and I decided to do another late-night movie discussion. Initially, I was just going to do it of one of the movies, like pick one, like Cedar Chucky or something, but I decided to maybe cover uh, the three uh, the three last films in the series I had talked about, Bride of Chucky, and so I figure I'd just talk about the next three movies. Uh, I'm excluding the reboot from that, um, the, the proper reboot from from that uh from that list so that that's a whole other entity i might deal with it separately on another podcast and also i'm excluding the series because i haven't seen the series um i just don't really uh uh i don't pick up new streaming services or anything and uh it's a series that i'm actually interested in watching but uh, i i kind of have a no new streaming services policy so uh until i you know end up uh, plunking down the money to actually watch the series or, uh, you know, it becomes available for free. I, uh, uh, you know, I, I won't be covering it here. Um, but, uh, but, you know, maybe one day in the future, uh, you know, it, it is something that I kind of been hearing good things about. So, so yeah, and again, this is a proper late night movie review. Last night was too, but Tonight, even though it's a little bit earlier than the last one, I am incredibly groggy. It's Thanksgiving. I'm definitely out of it. So this will be much more in the vein of a standard late-night movie review or movie discussion, which is, again, I'm just doing these when I'm tired, and uh, I'm kind of embracing the whole way that that makes me uh, get into kind of a slightly altered state of mind. These are just more surreal than the normal podcasts uh so don't expect me to stay on topic sometimes i completely go off on a totally other thing sometimes i get lost it can really vary quite a bit um and so so yeah so i I wanted to talk about these 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 last three movies um and i and like i said i just finished my marathon so they're kind of fresh in my head but uh you know i'm old so you know i i often will watch a movie and then you know the details aren't fresh so even though i just watched them that doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot um so i guess uh you know like I, like i was saying last night my i i really like bride of chucky for me that's like a i don't know one of the, it's it's one of the more entertaining entries in the series i think and uh and so and and i should mention i i took a look at the um the rankings on rotten tomatoes just to kind of see where my opinions on these fall and versus other people's and I'm way off from uh what most people seem to think about these movies and that's accounting for both like the critical and the um the audience score and I also noted I also once I saw that took a look at like there are uh, these listicles where people will rank franchise films I don't really like the idea of ranking movies in a franchise like that I think uh, I mean, you, I think you can say like, yeah, this is the best one. But I think when you start getting into like listing things as number 10, number nine, number eight, like the, what's the difference between a six and an eight on a scale like that? I think that's kind of stupid. Um, but again, I'm way off from what most people seem to think. Um, and so, you know, take my opinions with a grain of salt because I, 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 if you if you take what I say and then treat that as a recommendation to go see a movie you might be disappointed just because I, I don't, my tastes don't necessarily align with, um, I think a lot of people's, uh, so especially on these last three, I think on these last three, I'm probably 
uh, not going to be as reflective of the general opinion. So, see that Chucky is. Uh, oh, and I just want to say too. Uh, I think. Um, uh, what was it? I had something I want to say at the very beginning of this that I, I am now forgetting. Uh, so the late night movie discussion has already started. Um, oh, I just wanted to say that I think uh, one of the cool sort of conceits of the of the series, and I, I did mention this last night, but I think it bears repeating is the the idea that. Uh, Nobody believes any of the people who see the dolls commit the murders. And I think that they do a good job of staying consistent with that over the series. It, it's a very important point made at the end of the first movie. And I just like that. I, I think that it, uh, it it just works well for it. And it's a, it's an interesting um, kind of uh, very, you know, the movies aren't realistic. But that's kind of a realistic, plausible thing to have in a movie like this. Um, and so I, I appreciate that about the series. Uh, but to get into Sita Shucky, um, I I actually like this movie. I um, I I enjoy it a lot. It's uh, it's a really weird weird entry. Like Bride of Chucky is weird, but Bride of Chucky is weird in a um, I don't know how to put it in a way that isn't so off the rails, so insane. This one is just nuts. This one doesn't really seem to be constrained uh, by anything. Um, it, it, it's also kind of a relic. It feels like, uh, I forget what year this came out. Let me see what year it was. So it came out in 2004. And it's odd because on the one hand, you watch it and you can sort of see it is a product of its time. At the same time, it's a product of its past where it feels a little bit out of step with movies from that era. I think that makes it interesting. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, a lot of forgettable movies uh, from any period. And when they stand out, uh, when a movie stands out from its time, I, I just think that that, I, I prefer that. I like movies that, uh, you know, unless it's a time where things were really working well. Um but I wouldn't say that that's the case with the early to mid two thousands. I wouldn't say that about the nineties either. Um, you know, there's not a lot of time periods that I particularly like, um, but there are a lot of standout films in those time periods. This it's not standout in that it's a great movie. It's just a really fun, entertaining, amusing film that has so much Gonzo stuff in it. It's uh, the the plot you can't even really begin to describe. And I don't even know if I would necessarily call it like a cogent storyline, but it's, uh, it's, it's a good continuation of the stuff that they started in Bride of Chucky. It basically picks up where that left off and, you know, this is in the title, it's, you know, his son basically. And, um, it get, does get a little bit convoluted in terms of how, you know, they have to always explain how Chucky comes back to life. In this case, they also have to explain how Tiffany comes back to life. And the way they do it is kind of, on the one hand, it is it cleaves to the lore very well. On the other hand, it kind of deviates from the lore in a, in a crucial way. And so, um, uh, I, I, you know, I think it works, but it's, you know, I, 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 I kind of like it when they reconstitute the previous dolls. I think that's, uh, to me, that's more amusing. Um, but they do, they do uh, connect it to the the voodoo amulet thing and all that. So it, it, uh, 
don't know. It, 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 it's it's it. it, it it, it it still it still works. Um, there's not you know there's not any significant issues with with the way that it does that. Um, but it, but where it gets really weird is that it um, is number one. So it start, so Jennifer Tilly plays Tiffany in the movies, and in this one she also plays Jennifer Tilly, and Jennifer Tilly is a character in the movie, and she's so she's Jennifer Tilly playing Jennifer Tilly, and it's 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 the character of Jennifer Tilly. It's not like jennifer tilly the person it's 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 the character that she kind of played on late night tv and stuff in the 80s that is one of the things that made her famous and so um you know and it's a movie where i think it would be easy to miss that like it would be easy to mistake that for uh a really uh misguided self-parody i don't think that's what was going on here i think it was um uh i think everybody sort of knew what they were doing with it um, and I think that she's great in it. I, th- I think she's great in most of her movies. And in this movie, and in Bride of Chucky, she's especially good. Um, and I, I like the dynamic between Chucky and Tiffany. I think uh, um, once they establish that in Bride of Chucky, I kind of miss it when in the later movies it, it is not as prevalent. It's still there, but it's just not as, you know, Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky, you get a lot of Tiffany and a lot of Chucky. Um and so, it, it, you know, it's, 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 but it's really interesting watching Jennifer Tilly play herself. And it's also, uh, I think, uh, very, I don't know, it's kind of admirable that she's sort of in on the joke. Like, you know, she, she's, she's making fun of herself, but in a way that's, um, she's very self-aware. Uh, and I don't know, I just, I just find it, uh, um, I, I find, I find that it's, uh, that it works and um and yeah so you know so she's great uh brad dorf is great but there's also uh chucky's son glenn or glenda it's kind of and this is another area where it gets kind of interesting where um so number one uh glenn or glenda which i mean is obviously taken from the movie it's like a reference to the older movie but um the that character he looks he looks like david bowie in the 70s like ziggy like is it Ziggy Stardust and uh, um, and he's androgynous and he's um, and there's also kind of a um, uh, what was the show is it Thunder I can't remember the name of the show the one that the one that um, the one that uh, uh, Team America was inspired by it was a show that they used to have when we were kids with puppets um, it probably came out before I was kids before we were kids but I I I remember seeing it at least in syndication and in reruns. Um, Thunder something, but I can't remember the name. But this really has that look and vibe, especially with the Glenn Glenda character. That uh, it, it, you know, and if if you don't get the Thunder reference, uh, you know, Team America World Police is uh, basically kind of the 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 effect, the vibe that it gets. Um, and Glenn Glenda's not evil. Well, is at least it's a complicated character, but the character isn't as villainous as Chucky or Tiffany. They're both psychopaths and Glenn Glenda is kind of a, you know, very meek, very gentle, uh, character who has these nightmares about killing people. So there is this evil presence inside of the character, but, um, but is this very strong contrast to, uh, Chucky and Tiffany. And, and so, I mean, but, but it's an interesting idea. It's obviously, um, you know, again, 
the uh, the Bride of Chucky is a direct callback to Bride of Frankenstein, and this is continuing in that trajectory. And Bride of Frankenstein is, uh, you know, is is a queer film in like the traditional sense of the term, and this is definitely that same. It's it's like leaning into that, it it, it, it in in a good way. Like some of those those old horror movies that do that, they they just have this this energy about them that's uh, that that really. Uh, you know, makes for, I don't know, just a more compelling experience, I think. I think, like, Bride of Frankenstein is, honestly, it's one of the, it, it's, it's, it, to me, it's better than the original Frankenstein, um, than the original Frankenstein movie. Um, and it's, it's, it's one of the best horror movies of all time. And, and again, it's not, it's not, strictly speaking, all that scary. It's, it's a little bit, it, it's a little bit more of a monster movie that's got, you know, a lot of fun in it. And it does have, horror elements obviously but um but the the reason that you would watch it isn't necessarily to be scared um but i would still put it in the genre and i think that i i I, and and i think that's kind of significant to this discussion because there's this tension in the child's play series of horror versus that sort of more campy approach and um and here's where it for a lot of people, I get the impression that it maybe jumped the shark for them because not only does it have the Glenn Glenda character, which is like, you know, another doll in the Chucky family, um, but it's obviously a very complicated and interesting character. And then um, you also have Jennifer Tilly playing herself, so it's sort of breaking the fourth wall and it's really leaning into the humor as a result of that. Um, but then on top of that, it's... Uh, um, it just gets weirder and weirder. It doesn't really, and again, it doesn't, it, it doesn't, uh, it, and it's not, it's not particularly, uh, I mean, even Bride of Chucky, Chucky's very much sort of, he's kind of, he's very clear he's like the star of the movie at that point. But in this one, it's, um, it's, it's really, I mean, like if that one's kind of like a road movie, this one's a little bit like a hangout movie in a lot of ways with, um, with Chucky and Tiffany and, and Glenn Glenda. Um, so it just, it, it isn't, it isn't like, it, it, it's, it's not worried about the pressure to be scary is what I'm trying to say. It's much more interested in all of these zany wild elements. Um, and, you know, I like those elements. So I think, I think that the movie is, you know, ridiculously entertaining. Um, you know, it, it, uh, it also has, you know, has John Waters in it. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it, it, you know, right from the beginning, it's just, there's like this, uh, Chucky gets mailed to this family. It's like a British fa- family. Uh, actually, no, it's not Chucky. It's um, Glenn Glenda. It's a little bit unclear, actually. But they, but either way, there's a scene with this British family and the daughter is kind of almost like a parody of Veruca Salt. Uh, from Charlie the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, and um, you just kind of get this. It just establishes this mood right away. And and again, there I'm, I'm not. I don't want to say that there aren't any horror elements in the movie. There are. There, there's definitely some gruesome stuff, and there are some scary moments. But that's just not the priority. Um, you know, it's not. It's definitely not like the first movie. Say, um, so it's it's a lot more like Bride of Chucky. Um, but and again, I think Bride of Chucky is a better movie, but this one is still, I think, you know, a lot of fun. Um, 
and and one that I think is you know enjoyable to watch and rewatch, and especially because there's so much Jennifer Tilly in it, and she's I think she's really good for, in the series, um, and, and just the the stuff that goes on where she's trying to get land the role as the Virgin Mary, and the the way they do that, it just it's it's amusing, um, you know. There's stuff about this one that I think is is negative. Uh, some of the CGI is pretty bad. There's a, and again, that's true of a lot of movies from earlier periods. But in this one, I think it's especially noticeable. Um, I think the premise is really good. Uh, I think that the uh, uh, you know some elements of the film are dated. Uh, <laughs> one of the odd dated elements I noticed was the cake. There was a uh, what is it? A, a I forget what they call that kind of cake. The velvet, the red velvet cake or whatever it is. There was one of those in the movie, and, and this, I think, was around that time that those were really big. Um, it's just chocolate cake with dye, I think. Um, so, so yeah, so this one, I, I, I like it. I think it's fun. Um, you know, is it the greatest movie in the world? No, but it's uh, it's a very interesting movie. It's got, um, it's it has, uh, it has a lot of fun just sort of, you know, having Jennifer Tilly, who... Uh, plays tiffany in the previous movie play herself and you know they they mess around with that a lot and they i don't know it's just i i find that uh, that that entertaining um and and again i think it works too because uh brad dorif and jennifer tilly do have really good chemistry and so you're just getting more of that here uh the son character in some ways it does detract a little bit from things and that it uh um it, you know they it, it, it makes it more about the relationship between those three characters, which, um, I don't know, he, it doesn't have the same level of momentum as the previous movie. Um, but I, th- I still think it's entertaining. I think it's fun. And I think the, um, the Glenn Glenda character is definitely interesting. Um, and, and very much, again, very much in the spirit of Bride of Frankenstein, I think. Um, you know, maybe a little bit more <laughs> cranked up to 20. But it's uh you know it's definitely uh it's definitely in that sort of zone. And again, I think the John Waters the John Waters cameo really kind of solidifies that that mood. Um, and I, I thought he was good in it. I like I, you know he, he plays a uh, um uh like a uh, uh sort of like a tabloid journalist I think or a photographer. And so it's a uh, uh, you know, you, you, you know, it's, it's a role that works for him. Um, so then the next movie is Curse of Chucky. I think this one came out in 2013, and it has some stuff that I like. It has a lot of stuff I don't like. Um, and this is one I think was ranked pretty high in most lists I saw. Um, but I, I have to say, like, so on the one hand, there are elements of it that I um that I, I'm just getting to the um the page to check the date when it came out. Yeah, so it was 2013. Um, so there, there were, uh, things that I liked about this one, the performances I thought were good. I thought that the drama between the characters and stuff worked. I, I, I think that, um, and this one also introduces the, the Nika Pierce character who's played by Brad Dorff's daughter, Fiona Dorff. And I thought that, uh, she was excellent in it and she's excellent in this movie and the next movie. And I think a cool character that they add to it. She's in a wheelchair and, um, I like the the way that her backstory is connected to Chucky and the the added 
uh, tension and peril that the, the wheelchair create for her makes it a little bit more interesting than having somebody who can just run up and down the stairs say you know she has to um, you know she has to uh, deal with Chucky while being in a wheelchair I think that makes a it makes a difference um, in in the, the level of fear that the movie creates and this movie is definitely uh, going back to sort of that uh, that sort of more firmly rooted in horror feel this is this is a very much a sort of a there is humor in it but it feels much more of a single tone and it's much more focused on atmosphere and fear and horror um but i think it does so like a lot i got a lot of people that i've seen describe this movie say that it's um like it's a hearkening back to the first film i don't think that's the case i think the first film was really scary and but it was also very amusing and entertaining and it had uh, you know, again, it, it leaned more on the horror than like two, three, and Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. Uh, but I think that it was, uh, it was still, uh, it, it was there was still a degree of camp to it. There was, uh, there was, there was humor to it, um, and there was also a, more variations in mood and atmosphere in that one. There were daylight scenes, there were nighttime scenes, there were, you know bright rooms there were dark rooms you know there were just a, a wider variety of things this movie i and i and i feel like maybe this is a product of the year because i feel like there were a lot of films that did this this time i could be wrong again i'm not the best at um knowing about movies from this era this is kind of when my knowledge of film really starts to taper off but i feel like there were a lot of movies that did this thing where it's like one note one look everything feels kind of uniform throughout and I think the idea was it's more serious, so we want to make it really, really want to emphasize and give it a focus. But I find when movies do that, I get bored. I feel like there's not enough variety. Um, again, there are there are some differences in sort of visual tone, like the, you know, there are daytime moments and nighttime moments. But overall, the movie just feels visually very dark. It all takes place pretty much in one location inside of a house. Um, which could be interesting, but the house is so dark that I have trouble really enjoying the environment. Like the location just feels so obscured that I have trouble really appreciating it as a, as a, as a, as a place to explore in the film. Um, and also it's a really slow movie. Um, I think this movie is, is especially slow. Um, you know, it, and and again, you know, like I said, like the drama between the characters is interesting. It has some, uh, you know, I like some of the characters. I, I one thing that I do like about the movie is it kind of almost presents itself as a kind of reboot. Like you you see Chucky, he looks different, and initially when he's talking, he's not as expressive. And it's and and at first you're thinking, oh, they they fucked it up. Like they're they're they 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 decided to go to like go back to the original but they went even further back and they dialed down the because in the first one once chucky comes alive he's pretty expressive um but in this like his face is just not as expressive but it turns out and again spoilers from here on out um it's because he's uh he's he's, uh, he's coated his face it's, it's actually the damaged chucky that we sort of know from the previous movies but um, but he's tried to conceal that, and so so once the the mask starts falling away, he, he becomes more like the Chucky that you remember, um, and so you know so so at first it sort of seemed like oh well they were for the sake of 
maybe remedying this idea that they had jumped the shark, uh, stripping things back. Um, but once that happens, it becomes clear that isn't what they're doing. And I do think that's an interesting part of the film. So there's that. And then they, they introduce Tiffany again later in the movie. And so it becomes clear that, no, this stuff is all still kind of in play. It's just toning down certain elements and it's kind of uh, trying to distract you and make you think that maybe they have, uh, you know, really gone back to basics. Um, so I do have to commend it for that. Um, but, uh, you know, so the way that I would describe it is it, it feels like they almost ruined the Chucky character, but then they do something brilliant with it that redeems that decision and turns it into like a one of the strong points of the movie. Um but again, I think this movie it has very little warmth to it, um, and so it's just there's something about it that is just not as appealing to me. It's it's not it's, it's one that I wasn't really looking forward to to watching. It was um, you know it's one that you you kind of have to buckle down and and at least for me, I mean maybe other people have a different reaction because obviously the online ratings are different from mine, but I I feel this one is. Uh, uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's just a, you, you, it's not a fun rewatch that I'll put it that way. It, it, it's, it's, it's a good one-off. Like you watch it and you'll be entertained. But then I think may, again, maybe people are different, but I think most people will find that the idea of going back to rewatch it is going to be where they're going to discover. They might not like it as much as they thought. Um, that's the kind of movie I think this one is. So I, I rank this one pretty low. I, I would rather watch part two than part than this one. And I'd rather watch Sea to Chucky than this one or Bride of Chucky than this one or, you know, part one. So, I, I mean, I'd pretty much rather the only one that I might not want to watch before this one is part three. And even then, that's at least got some fun elements to it. So, uh, you know, this is this is one that I, I again, it, it's not a bad movie. It's a good movie. It just doesn't feel like a good child, child's play movie to me. And it the rewatch is really rough on this one, I think. Um, I th and again, for me, that's what that's what really makes a movie a good movie to me is, and there are exceptions. There are some movies where I watch them and they're great and I love thinking about them and I think about them over and over again, but I don't want to watch them again because they'd be so, there's like a, you feel depleted or something after you watch them. They're just an, or it's an ordeal to watch those movies. This isn't like that. This is just a movie where I think it's a, you know, it's a, it's a decent movie. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it, it kind of resembles a lot of other movies from that time period, I think. Um, but it's a movie that I just, uh, it's the idea of sitting down and rewatching it is not the most thrilling thing. Um, and again, I, I, I do have to point out, like, I think the, I think it's got a fairly high rating. Um, I don't know if that's just a product of it being newer. When I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes ratings, I was kind of thinking, well, maybe some of this is just the fact that this is the one people have seen. Like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's, 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 you know, this is 2013. Before this, the, the most recent was 2004. So maybe a lot of people just haven't seen that one. And uh, I don't know, maybe they, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, I just am a, a little surprised the rating is so high, but it is what it is. And so I feel like I should at least, you know, put this caveat in there that, that I might be a huge outlier and you shouldn't necessarily dismiss this movie. Um, I do think you kind of have to see it though if you want to see the next movie. So it's it's one that's sort of an obligatory. You do have to see it if you want to if you want to watch um, Cult of Chucky. And so Cult of Chucky, 
that one I actually I actually enjoy Cult of Chucky. I think that's that's a uh, to me it's a more entertaining movie than um, than, than uh, Curse of Chucky, and it's weird. Some parts of it I don't know if they necessarily make sense. Um, I mean, I'd have, to, I'd have to really sit down and think about it, but I I feel like there are portions of it that don't make a whole lot of sense when you really think about them. It's not that big of a deal. Um, it's just that there are some. Uh, also, I feel like I was expecting more of a more of a revelation at the end. I didn't quite get. Um, but uh, you know, and the callbacks in this one are especially heavy handed. I felt they they almost almost to the point of making you want to cringe a little bit. Um, I don't mind callbacks to earlier movies, but. There's an exhibit like just to give an example, there's uh, there's a scene where they're describing ways that people were killed in previous child's play movies, which is fine. That would have been fine. But then I think at one point and again, spoilers, one of the Chuckies, because this one, there's actually more than one, which is where the movie gets really strange. Um, you know, it says, uh, you know, those are things that actually happened or something to that effect. And that that is the thing. Number one, that's really modern lingo and it's a type of modern lingo I don't like. It's, um, it's, uh, it's kind of, I kind of put out, there's, there's a saying people sometimes say online where they say, what the actual fuck? I hate that expression. I think it's a terrible modern, ex- like I, I have nothing against modern expressions, but it's of the modern expressions. I know it's one that I think doesn't make a lot of sense. It, it just, I, I just never liked it. It seemed, it, 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 it gets under my skin for some reason. And that kind of dialogue where he says a thing that that actually that literally happened and when i don't like that it it it, it, i it's just a little bit too heavy-handed for me i thought that the the leading up to it with the references to the previous kills fine it's just that additional commentary kind of pulled me out but overall i think it's a it's a very engaging movie um much more varied in tone than curse of chucky which i think is good uh, it, it still does kind of have a uniform visual. Uh, you know, Curse of Chucky was sort of overly dark. This one is overly bright. Um, if I had to have choose between the two, I'd at least go with the overly bright because I can at least see stuff. So it's kind of got that 2001, um, I don't know how do you put it, but just like this, like, the, just there's, like, like, there's a lot of whiteness in it. There's a lot of white sort of, hallways and stuff like that and just really highly lit type stuff again i i prefer a mixture of uh of tones i feel like too many movies now they all go for one look like it's all orange or it's all blue and sometimes that's good there are movies that do that well um you know there's there's a lot of like wuxia movies i love from the 90s where they kind of have like a blue tint to them or whatever but you still at least get like a lot of different locations and things like that um, this all takes place kind of in one, 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 uh, building just like the previous one did. And, you know, I, I, I think, I think that they, they could have used more variety. I will say that at least this location has kind of rooms that look different from one another. So that's good. Um, and again, overall, this was just a more successful film for me. Um, I think that, uh, uh, it also, I don't know. It had like a very spectacular opening shot. And some of the visuals really stood out. The 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 uh, Curse of Chucky was well shot too, but it just didn't um, it just didn't land with me visually the way that that um, say Bride of Chucky did, sorry Bride of Chucky did, or the first movie did. Um, but this one did land with me. It had a a really cool opening shot that I just thought was captivating, 
and it made some really interesting use of split screen that I liked. Um, I don't know. It, it, and it did a lot of, it did some of the stuff that you saw in Bride of Chucky with sort of the really prominent foreground images and stuff like that. Um, so I thought the movie looked good. And, uh, and again, even though it's still quite uniform, at least had more places than the previous film. There's, I apologize, but they bring back the, um, uh, uh, oh God, what's his name? The guy from the first one. Um, who's the actor who played him? Um, bring back, uh, uh, Alex Vincent who played the, uh, um, played the Andy Barkley character. And so, uh, so number one, the bring, I mean, cause I think in the, I think that he was in the, was it movies like one through three and I think he pretty much disappears. Uh, with maybe some mild reference to him, uh, but this one he's a, he's a you know he comes back as a as a uh, you know as like a important character, uh, not as important as the uh, as the Nika character, but still important, um, and he's doing some interesting things. Uh, I, I think some of those things could have been explained better, and how they connect to what's going on could have been explained better. Um, the whole cult of Ch Chucky thing also, I think, needed a little bit of explanation. I, I got a little line of dialogue, but I, I was, you know, I don't know. I still find it a little bit confusing. Um, so, but this one also had heavier use of psychological horror um, and a lot of interesting details that didn't feel like they added up, which made you more curious about stuff. So, um, you know, I liked, I liked that it was able to sort of get you to question like this is a movie where they could have revealed that it was all in Nika's head and you would have accepted it just the way that it kind of set things up. But, you know, I'm not saying it goes there. In fact, spoilers, it does not go there really, but um, it, it, it could have got away with that. And so I think that that was meant it was doing some effective psychological horror. Um, there is, uh, well, there's, there's, there's a few, there's a few really bad CGI effects in this one. Again, um, I think uh, I, I think that one of the big ones was the snow uh, in this room where this window shatters and snow starts coming in. But even worse than that, and this might have been intentional because they were it was hearkening back to the Bride of Chucky where they did do something similar. But there's a scene where the glass ceiling shatters and kills somebody, and the the shards of glass are really horrible CG. But that might be because they're trying to reference Bride of Chucky where it's like 1998 CG doing that. So that might have been why. Um, so I might be willing to let that slide, but the snow definitely is like a sin. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's not the best child's play movie in my opinion, but it is maybe one of the most interesting ones. Um, it's, it's not as weird as Bride of Chucky or, uh, or Sita Chucky, but it is kind of weird. Uh, especially with the multiple Chucky's that get, that kind of makes you sort of, uh, Number one, you find yourself asking, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, it, 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 I'm, I'm still not sure how I feel about that choice, but it, it does it does lead to some interesting developments in the film. Um, and yeah, so I don't know how long I've been, oh, I've been going over, over 35 minutes. So, so yeah, so I, I would say, uh, you know, I really think, you know, Seed uh, of Chucky is a, is a lot of fun. I think this one's a very fun entry in the series. And I think Curse of Chucky is, for me, out of these three movies, it's the weaker one. Um, I, I don't think most people will feel that way, so I really do feel like I need to put a caveat there again. But um, 
for me it's just too slow and it's too monochrome and it's just all kind of dark tinted and you know nighttime inside of a house type of stuff and i just uh you know some of that was just kind of getting dull for me um but overall that was sort of the feeling i was just I, I'm, I'm sort of bored with 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 that movie more quickly than i am with cedar chucky or um or cult of chucky uh I, I think it would be really hard to get bored during cedar chucky. like you might experience a lot of things you might roll your eyes you might you know find it ridiculous you might find it a stupid premise or a stupid story or whatever um but i don't think you would be bored watching that movie um but i did get bored with this one um i think cult of chucky also kind of is a slower burn a little bit uh but i just think it's more interesting and again i do think the the, the fiona dorf's character uh nika is um is really interesting she's a fun not a fun character but she's an interesting character and uh fiona dorf does a good job in the role i uh um and and it's also interesting to sort of you know again where where they take that character it all kind of makes sense um and she really looks like brad dorif a lot so that that help that helps it makes it makes uh it makes where the plot goes with it uh you know uh really interesting and 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 it definitely works um i don't know how people will feel about the ending of cult of chucky uh i, I could see folks going either way I, I liked it. Again, I just think there were some things that needed better explanation or a different explanation. Um, but I did like where it ended. Um, and, and, it, and, obviously, and, and it obviously sets itself up to, uh, for another sequel. Um, I imagined... I apologize again, late night movie discussion, but uh, I imagine that it must be something that they've um, incorporated into the TV show because uh, that would be the obvious uh you know place to start i would think but i but not having seen the show i don't know um but i think there's i i think that where they ended it you can just sort of see at least where they would be going with it with uh whereas with some of the other movies once they ended it's like oh geez how are they going to get this started now that they you know killed off this character or that character um so uh but again i i i do think you will finish this and you will have a lot of questions <laughs> so uh it, it is that kind of movie um you know the whole movie pretty much takes place in a mental institution um and so which again makes sense given that the the protagonist is uh is the nika character and you know she uh, was committed at the end of the last movie so so yeah so uh, i am falling asleep so i think i'll end it here um but yeah and oh once again i gotta i gotta say you know I, and i should have really mentioned this at the beginning but uh, you know, Sons of Lady 87 is out in PDF. Definitely go check it out. It's up on drive-thru. Uh, the print will be out fairly soon. I just have to go over some printing stuff with the cover and uh, fine-tune something and make sure everything's okay. And then we'll, uh, uh, we should have it out, you know, shortly after that. So I will, uh, I will head out. And until next time, I will talk to you later. <laughs>